question I'm going to deal with today is how do you bring through leaders? I think that the church has got some of the most amazing leaders on this planet. You know, when you're in a sports organization or you're in a uh, political environment or you're in a business and you lead, you, you have the authority of the checkbook and you have the authority of hiring and firing. But in the church, everybody's volunteers. They can stop following you anytime they want and there's practically no consequence. So to be a leader when there is nothing to hold them to you, you've got to be a proper leader. So it, it's not surprising then that it's the number one question I'm asked wherever I travel. How do you bring through leaders? Now, in a church environment, we've got to understand that leadership is about servanthood. Uh, Jesus demonstrated how we ought to lead, to serve. Husbands, this is how you lead your families. Uh, lay your life down as Christ did the church. That's Ephesians chapter 5. Um, Jesus said, and he's the greatest leader that ever lived. The Son of Man has come to serve, not be served. And so um, we've got to understand that when we're talking leadership, we're talking about servant leadership. And so I believe that for you to have a healthy leadership pipeline, you need these two subcultures running very strongly in your church. One is servanthood. You've got to get everybody serving, serving one another, laying their lives down for one another. You haven't got that, you're not going to get kingdom leaders. Number two, you need mission. Because that mission is just pointers. It's just running around looking after people. But if the purpose for our service is to be involved in the great mission of Jesus, to bring people to the knowledge of Christ and to grow in Christ, uh, that gives it incredible meaning. And so I am taking for granted you have been working on mission, a culture of mission, a culture of service in your church. Leadership doesn't just happen automatically. I believe that uh, you need to, to have a thorough and systematic um, approach to raising leaders. Uh, I, I'm going to give you a pipeline, a leadership pipeline that has four stages in it. And I believe that if you are weak at any one of these four stages, you clog up the pipeline. So le the leadership pipeline begins with people being involved, serving. So you want them involved in Sunday. You want them involved in missions. You want them involved in um, giving. You want them involved in small groups. You want them involved. You want them active. You're never going to get a guy off the backseat into a leadership role. You've got to get him off his backside. Get him serving. And so step number one. Step number two, from those who are serving, call leadership out of people. Identify them. In Mark chapter three, Jesus went up, prayed, came down from the mountain, and he chose those that might be with him. And so you've got to walk up to someone and say, I see it in you. God's got a plan for you. And unless you call it out of them, they're going to guess they don't have it. And so number two, identify your leaders. There should be lists. Every one of you should have a list of potential leaders, a list of leaders after that. You should be having conversations with existing leaders about potential leaders. When your church is really big, systematically have them written down. If the church is small, you know, write it on your iPhone or jot it in your diary next to your bed. But you should have lists of potential leaders. And then you should, uh, number three, train them. 
train them, train them in a classroom, train them in leadership principles, train them in qualifications of leadership, train them in small group dynamics, train, train them in how to handle adversity. Before Jesus sent out the 72, he trained them. You train them and train them on the job. In other words, assign them to another leader. Let them watch, let them do a little bit. Create an environment of serving, identify them, call them out, train them. And then number four, release them. Those of you who've had kids and taught them how to ride a bicycle, you put the training wheels on, right? And um, then you bent the wheel, didn't you? And she sort of like wobbled like that while she was trying to bend. Then you took the one wheel off and she sort of rode on one wheel. Eventually, when she had the courage, you took both wheels off and you ran behind her holding the seat. You released her. If you just took her to the top of her tarmac hill and told her to ride and she fell off, she wouldn't get back on again. Same with leadership. Once you identified, trained them, release them slowly. Uh, get them to lead a group that's more manageable, like an alpha group or like a foundation class where everybody else is in the same room. They're not doing it all alone at their own home. Um, give them sections of meetings to run. And when they're ready, you know, set them up for success. Help them gather people, set them up for success. Don't just chuck them down the hill and say, run. It is a method that, but only the very strongest will survive. And then the final stage in your leadership pipeline is encourage them till Jesus returns. If you stop encouraging your existing leaders, those who are now riding the bike, you're going to have as many falling off your leadership pipeline as entering, and you don't want that. And so you want to pay attention to all five stages. Get them serving, identify them, train them, release them, encourage them till Jesus returns. Oh, 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 oh,